friends, welcome. This is it. We have over a decade of episodes unpacking stories and life to help you discover your purpose, your divine design, and what you are wired to do. This is Patty Lynn Wyatt. Please subscribe on YouTube or subscribe to Girlfriend It so we can be in it together. All right. Welcome, welcome to Girlfriend It. This is Patty Lynn Wyatt. I will be your host today. And it is an honor because we have had Allie Gentry on our show before and we get her a second episode. Uh, she is the founder of Arise. That's a monthly women's event for women of all ages. And she's also a phenomenal speaker. She travels all around the United States. She's a women's director at Renovation Church and a radio show and podcast host for the Vibrant Life Show, which is a new show. So you can find Allie at AllieGentry.com and you can go there and listen to her new podcast. Well, and and radio show. So we're so excited to have you on, Allie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today we want to talk about all the lovely love languages, which is crazy because when I uh, first got married, I, I want to say that it was right about that time when Chapman came out with these books and it was, kind of, you know, we just barely were talking about the love languages. And then lo and behold, now, even as a corporate trainer, corporations are talking about the different love languages and how you can use that in the corporate world. And I'm like, wait, wait, you don't understand. Like, I was the initial part of that. Like, you can't now bring this into the corporate world. I mean, it's kind of weird, right? It's, yeah. it's just like, who knew that these five little love languages would go across universally? So that is what we're diving into. And I have to start with what is your love language? Yes, um, my love language, my top one is physical touch and then quality time. I like to hear, like, I like to know people too, because sometimes it, uh, they're really close, but yeah, physical touch is mine 150%, which is interesting for a lot of people, but I love to dive into what physical touch actually means as a love language. So what about you, Patty? Well, yeah, I want to dive into that. So, so mine, this is funny because even though I have, you know, been up on all the love languages, Sometimes whatever season I'm in, I really need certain things at certain times. So I get confused with what that love language really means because part of me goes, well, I need them all. But let's go through. There's words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and then receiving gifts. So mine is the words of affirmation. I definitely, uh, my husband teases me because uh, I, I've been a speaker for, you know, a few decades now. And when I get reviews or people will turn in evals, it only takes one, one little eval that says something and it, and I'll read it to him and he, he'll be like, you thought that was negative. Like that's just kind of redirective, good feedback for anybody to hear. And I'll let it mess with me. Like I really have to go, okay, God, take this. I can grow with this, but I, I have a tendency because my, my disc temperament, I'm a DI, so I'm driven and yet the I really is a people pleaser at times. So I think, what did I do to them <laughs> that they didn't, I take it as, 
why don't they like me? I think about the I, same thing. Yes, but the words of affirmation when, I mean, my husband can tell me every day. And if he doesn't, I tell him, tell me how wonderful I am today. Tell me what an amazing wife I am. Because <laughs> he just laughs now, you know. Yeah. Uh, so words of affirmation. And my husband, his is acts of service. Thank you, Jesus, literally, because he goes and puts gas in my car. I, I'll walk out and he's, you know, vacuuming. Or he, he loves to go to the grocery store. I mean, who knew, right, that I, I <laughs> bank on this. Um, but as you know, usually what ours, we we do that. So I'm over here giving him all kinds of words of affirmation. And he's probably looking at me going, can you pick up the vacuum? Can you, like, pick up a duster and dust this house? You know, it's but so I'm interesting. Like, I That's hilarious because I was talking to someone recently because we were working through all of these. And she's just like, why she's hers is acts of service his is words of affirmation so it's flip-flopped but she's just like why do i have to keep asking him just to take out the trash like what is that she's like literally it would mean so much to me if he saw it was full and just took it out and i was like but maybe one of the ways like once he starts taking out if you have to ask him or stuff be like thank you so much like wow like do you know how much that means to me like i i'm so glad i have you like thank you for just taking that out like i appreciate you so much so he's doing an act of service but she's meeting him then with words of affirmation which then in turn might like create this way where he wants to do those things because then he's actually getting loved back in his yeah. love language too so it's very interesting to hear a lot of couple dynamics of like how how it works on how you were saying like he likes to go to the grocery store and you're like I just want him to tell me I'm pretty I'll go to the grocery store but like, it's just I love hearing couple dynamics and working through I was I was doing a, a class for um, a church recently I, I did all of the love languages and all the even them with their kids too like we were talking through scenarios and I'm like oh I love this because this is probably theirs and if you meet them in theirs you might both actually get your needs met so it's it's so fun to listen to it oh absolutely it, it, isn't that funny and and I do feel because my girlfriends will give me such a hard time like oh my gosh you know can we just can you lease out your husband for a while to do some of these things and that is my my biggest tip is you tell them how amazing they are and they feel respect by you and you love on them and grope them when they walk by you in the hallway. You know, you do this stuff. I'm telling you, let me take out the trash. trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. So physical touch. Tell us, go, go deeper into that. Okay. Well, I, I also want to just tap on a little bit because on our last show that we did together, I was talking about traveling and, and I, when you travel and you learn someone else's language, I know that you said you travel a lot and how much does that mean to people when you go to their country? And even if you don't really speak their language, you've learned enough to where you say, hello, you say, thank you. You tried to order in that. I've ended up in a penthouse suite in Thailand on an island because I learned Thai just enough at a restaurant that they were like so impressed and also laughing at us. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny connect point yeah. because I'm like trying to speak Thai. Then they're like, oh, where are you staying? And then we told them and they're like, oh, we have our she's like my uncle owns that place and we get there and I like told them and I was trying to speak Thai and he's he upgraded us to the penthouse suite for three days because we tried to learn their language yeah. and I'm like it's 
it's something like that, like physical, like these love languages that you've mentioned, like it, it's so important to not only, I think it's not the end all be all, but if we want to love our neighbors as ourselves, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors as yourselves, learning yours and then learning others around you will really develop your relationships in such a powerful way. It's not that you have to do it, but I will say it's such a great tool and you can take these tests online and it really, I think, enhances relationships. So I just wanted to kind of like cover that because some people are like, I don't like taking tests. I don't like doing yeah. these things. And I understand, but also if we're called to love our neighbors, if it's just a tool in a toolbox to help have good relationships, why not? You know, why wouldn't exactly. you? Exactly. So um, physical touch, I I would say like the, it's feeling close to someone by touch. And I'm single, so I don't have... I don't, I don't even have a boyfriend. So if you guys know anyone, um, <laughs> a big shout out there, Allie, <laughs> my age range is no, just kidding. And so, <laughs> so like I tell people, even when you go take the test on the five love from Gary Chapman, um, take the single one and then take the couple one. But I think even if you're in a couple, take the singles one, because this is how you relate to really everyone. It doesn't have to just be, and it might be a little different in your relationships, but so physical touch, like I, I love hugs. Like, please hug me. I love hugs. I just want to be like, Oh, just like, I just, COVID <laughs> has been rough with the physical yeah. distancing. Yeah. And it was just, it's tough. And I don't have a dog or anything because I've gone so much. So it's like, I don't have that. So I love like when people are around, I just always hug them. Um, and even when I'm speaking to people or I just met them, a lot of times I'll break the barrier. So I tend to, I noticed this about myself. I started to like, I always like put my hand on somebody's shoulder and be like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And, or if I'm at dinner with a friend, if they say something and their hands on the table or their arm is, I'll reach out and just touch their arm and be like, no way. Yeah. And as I'm saying no way, I'm grabbing them. So like, to me, that's such a sign that like physical, it doesn't have, it, it does include intimacy within couples and marriages, but at the same time, it's, it feels like that closeness mm -hmm. for anyone around you. Like I, I love when like somebody, like my sisters will play with my hair or my mom used to scratch my back growing up or something like that. I just realized that that was, there's non like I, our culture sexualizes everything. So a lot of times when we think physical, it is that, but it's not fully that. And again, especially in marriages, like all of these need to be there. <laughs> uh, yeah. All five need to be in, in your repertoire, no matter what, or in relationships to the extent it should be at. But so I like to talk about physical touch because I think you know, as babies, babies don't understand words of affirmation. They don't understand you're spending a lot of time with them, that you're, you know, giving them b bottles and diapers, that's acts of service, or you got them a new clothes. They don't understand that, but they want to, you, they want to be held. Like yeah. so often our first language is touch and that's how we learn that we're loved. And so we're all, those are just ways that we feel that way. And it's such a powerful language of touch. And, um, so I just don't want, anyways, thank you for letting me explain it because, and I have to be careful too. You do have to have boundaries. Like not everybody wants to be hugged. 
Okay. I I work in women's ministry. I meet a lot of new people and I tend to be like, Hey, nice to meet you and hug. But I can't do that all the time unless I see that they're coming in for the hug too. So there's boundaries 100%. But I think that a lot of us are craving that touch on the arm just because our world has said no touch. (laughs) Well, like you said, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate that we've sexualized so much. I know uh, I was in Indonesia for a couple of months doing culture training and, you know, the, the, the men there, uh, they, they would just be holding each other's hands or they, they go into that squatting position and they have their arms around each other just while they're sitting there waiting. And one day I was teaching uh, a bunch of women flight attendants and I walked in and they look like kittens in a, like, you know, when kittens are first born and they're just on top of each other, they literally were laying, just cuddling. And, you know, in America, we look at that and it's like, oh my gosh, like girls, girls, get, get away. And they were just talking and laughing and giggling, waiting for me. And it was precious. And, you know, as we know now, our autoimmunity system, if you're not getting that touch, it will affect you in that way. And I'm like you, Allie, my, I have three kids and I I work in student ministries and I would touch the kids. I can't help it. If you're talking to them, you're like, no way. And you're grabbing them. And my daughters will go, mom, would you stop touching all of my friends? (laughs) But if you walk by, I'd slap them on the back or you're touching them on the shoulder and I can't help myself. So Mm -hmm. I, I I don't have a filter for boundaries. Like I should probably. (laughs) I tell people I don't have a bubble. I like, I'm sorry. If if you have a bubble, I'm going to need to know that because I tend to not, I try to break the bubble and some people who are pretty standoffish, if they, they, they realize that you see them by like just a quick, like touch on the shoulder. It doesn't have to be anything weird, but obviously different cultures have different like things. Like when I, I taught English in South Korea and like, you can't touch the kids on the head because it's, it's, uh, it's bad luck. So I learned that. So I'm like, okay, so I, if I did that, I would just touch them on the shoulders. So like there's things you can learn in different yeah, places. Yeah. But I mean, Paul literally says in scripture to greet each other with the holy kiss. Now, I'm not trying to like go around and like greet everyone with a holy kiss. Okay, that's not what I'm like saying people should do, especially during the pandemic. But <laughs> like we have to understand that that was a greeting of love and yeah. of friendship and of community and it wasn't sexualized. Like it was like, no, this is just like, I see you. I love you. We're in this together. Like you're my family. Yeah. And so Western worlds, but obviously again, there's good boundaries in that, but, um, so yeah, that's, that's physical touch. And I think that more people, I, I just think that we have to rework our understanding of it. And like you said, our understanding of all of the love languages, I, I know when you aren't so caught up on your love language, but you're actually looking at those people around you to realize what what is their love language and even asking them. And like you said, go go take that test. There's the free test on um, online and receiving gifts My is my daughter's. And I know we were traveling um, over to Europe and with both, both of my daughters, my, my one, her name is Paris. So we had to go to Paris, of course. Yeah, you have and to. So she bought all these cute little things that said Paris on it and these mugs and socks and just fun things for us to take on our trip. Well, I am very, um, 
when I travel, I am down to the like one bag. I, I literally put everything into, I wear the same thing there. I wear the same thing back, like no pajamas. Like I just don't want to haul suitcases around. And so when she bought all these gifts, I'm going, oh, why, why did you do that? Like, why did you spend so much money on all these gifts? Because I really don't want to pack socks and mugs and you know, all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> Rather than just going, thank you. What a sweet you know, you, you, you're so into giving gifts and she loves that. And I look back on some of those things going, you know, better, like, you know, that that is where she, that's how she speaks her love. And so what, so you didn't have to bring him or, okay, would a sock kill you to roll it up and throw it in your suitcase so we could all have matching socks that we're sitting on the plane, you know, stop being so practical. And that's, so significant I think especially those people around you is to know what their love language is right and I think like giving gifts is a lot of times the people who are gift givers they they like they say that they like to give gifts but they don't necessarily like to receive it and I find it this is very common with people who have the love language of giving gifts they tend to say oh but I don't need them like because it sounds like you're being materialistic yeah and it's just, I want, I'm trying to like help people who that's theirs. I'm like, release that. That's okay. If you like to get things, it yeah. could be something someone literally colored and they're like, wow, you thought of me. Like it doesn't have to be some extravagant thing. It's just that they, it's just that you were out somewhere and you saw something that made you think of them. And they're like, that is worth it to me to buy a $7 mug to bring back to this person. Cause it reminded me of you. And so I think those people are like that, that thoughtfulness, the gift yeah. of thoughtfulness is so huge. And so I think I have a friend who literally gives me gifts all the time. Gifts on mine last on the list. Yeah. When I took the test, one point. But I tell people that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't mean don't give me gifts or that I won't give gifts. It's just not a natural way for yeah. me to do it. But now I know like my brother's a gift giver or giving gifts. My one of my Arise leaders, she's a gift giver. So I need to be aware of what they say they like so that when it comes time to appreciate or birthdays or even in my going, I'm like, oh, this would mean a lot to them. I might not buy a mug for someone who doesn't care about giving gifts, but I would for this person because that's actually how they, you know, receive love. And so I love gift givers because they're just like, oh yeah, I got another gift for you. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, cause I'm like, I don't know, but you know, even people who are like, Oh, I got a coffee for you. I'm like, wow, thank you so much. And, and there's also a difference in giving somebody coffee as an act of service and giving someone coffee as a gift. Um, Good so point. because like, if somebody's like, I know it's the morning time and you love your coffee, which I do, I like lattes in the morning and in the, in the afternoon. And so if someone's like, I know this, so I brought it for you so that you have energy to me, that's like an act of service. But if someone just shows up with the gift of coffee, I'm like, Oh, thank you. Like it's an extra. Yeah. They knew I needed it. They're just yeah. like, here in case you want it. So there's some differences with, with the giving gifts. And I think it's, um, I would, I would suggest people, if you have people in your life that are gift givers or if you are one, but just start, I, I started making notes, uh, in your contacts in your phone when they say certain things, I'm like, Oh, they like to eat there. So I started adding notes. Actually, that's just like a good, probably leadership. If you are with people and work with people, just start making a note in your phone of all the people you work with or, and then when they say something, they're like, Oh, they like three musketeers. Yeah. Add yeah. it. And then it's, it's helpful. And that is a great tip. I 
I just finished um, coaching this this woman, a leader at a nuclear plant, and she's she's a genius, right? I mean, smarter than anything I could ever even <laughs> come up with. And I'm blown away by she is such a busy woman leading all these people, and she will write down the notes and on their birthday, she's like, "I'm sorry, it only happens." you know, every 365 days, you can figure out when somebody's birthday is and give them something just, you know, small, be it a birthday card or a coffee card or whatever. But uh, after I was done coaching her, she started sending me things. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even a part of your group. <laughs> and, and I'm like you, where you go, okay, now I need to be sending her. Like she's, a, she's a client of mine. Yeah. <laughs> and when you go, okay, she she's a believer and we found that we had that common denominator, but it is crazy when people show their love language that way. And I feel so loved by her and yet I have to get over feeling unworthy because right. now I feel like I need to catch up. Right. And I think that we have to be careful of not feeling like, oh, well, they gave me this. So they're expecting something in return yeah. because if they did it out of the goodness of their heart, which I would assume that most of the time it is, and it's not trying to get something from you, they're actually not, they get so much joy out of you getting joy of it. And then, mm -hmm. yes, you can mm -hmm. meet them in that space. If you know, it's like giving gifts as their love language, I would highly recommend it, but it's not like, oh, because they gave you a gift. I need to turn around right now. It's just like an awareness. Like that's probably yeah. their language. I should start writing some notes down if yeah. you know, love them back. So yeah, that's a good one. And quality time. Um, I, I realized that my right hand girl at church, she's a gift giver for sure. And she's words of affirmation, which are my two lowest. <laughs> and, but like, I was like, Oh, let's go to breakfast for your, your birthday. And I just showed up and it was, it was late in the game. And I realized like, I just took her to breakfast because I wanted to just spend time, but like, she gave me all the gifts and I'm like, I should have met her in the gift department, you know, or at least a card. But to me, I'm like, Oh, let's just hang out for three hours. Yeah. Like that's how we celebrate. But I was like, I didn't actually meet her in the way that she really feels loved and known. I met her in the way that I like to love on people yeah. and it's her birthday. So quality time is giving the person your undivided attention. So if you're like quality time, it's not quantity time. Yeah. Although it could end up being that it's not about being together all the time. It's about having good quality time together. So it's not just about watching a, a Netflix series together. It's about watching the movie or the TV show and then talking about it afterwards. So more so it's just like you're doing something together and it's uninterrupted uninterrupted time. And my dad is so quality time for his birthday. It's like, we go out to the mountain as a family, we put a fire up and, uh, we have like five hours of like no phone zone. And so it's just like, he wants your undivided attention and that's how he feels love. So on his birthday, that's what we all do. Like, it doesn't even matter if we give gifts, it's like spending that time together. So yeah. Wasn't yours physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're down for that. That's, that's me words of affirmation and then quality time, because my kids will say, what do you want for your birthday? It's like all of us, I mean, we're going out tonight for my daughter's birthday. And it's funny because as we're talking, I'm like, I need to go in there and wrap all those gifts individually. Cause I really didn't get her a whole lot of gifts. It was more about, <laughs> we're all going to dinner. We get to be together. 
so, so good. but yeah, I don't, I don't want, it's like we live in a world where we have so much stuff and you're trying to simplify. Right. So I don't need another something. I just want to be together. Right. Exactly. And actually, as you're saying this, my birthday is Saturday and, um, my family was like, Allie, what do you want? And I'm usually like, I just want an experience. Like, let's go spend money to go do something together. So it's quality time or it feels kind of adventurous. But this time I literally told them, I'm like, I want a massage. I want a facial and I want my nails. So whatever money wise gets me in that order, a massage and then a facial. And then if there's money left over for nails, it's all physical touch. I'm like all massage, like, give me money to go get a massage. Give me okay. money to get my facial done. Like, and I'm like, oh, th- my, <laughs> my love language is coming out strong right now. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. And that's a good point. I wonder if it comes out more when you're in a place of like, as you get exhausted and you just need to be replenished, if that's when you really are craving that language to you. Do you find that? I never thought of that. I think so. Because if you think about it, like I, it's COVID, I live alone. Um, I'm single and I just like, there hasn't been a lot of in-person or like a lot of like hugging or like, I don't know. And I think like, I've been so exhausted lately and I'm just like, all I want is like hugs from people. I don't even care if we talk. I'm just like, can we just like, just sit. Somebody just yeah. like sit. My sit on the couch. I know my sister's physical touch too. So I know I can just like kind of like lean into her. One of my best friends is also extremely physical touch. So we were on a trip lately and we were just like sitting there next to each other and people are like, they're like, our physical, our language is physical touch, you guys. Like, it's going to be okay. We just want to like cuddle. It's going to be all right. So I think when you're exhausted, like it's hard for me to give gifts when I'm exhausted or words of affirmation when I'm exhausted, because those aren't my natural ones. But I just, I don't even need to talk a lot. I just want someone to meet me in that space. And so, um, yeah, I, I would, I would say so. And then uh, the last one, I know that there's not a lot of time, but acts of service, I wanted to hit on that. Cause I know there's people, you kind of touched that your husband's acts of service. Um, my mom is through and through acts of service. So it's doing something for the other person and really like without them asking or like, or that person, or they like to do stuff for the other people that you, they know helps take something off of their list. Like growing up, I used to like, after my whole family went to bed, I would clean the entire house. Wow. Because I knew my mom would wake up in the morning and be like, Yes. Like Allie, thank you so much. And I love to love on her like that. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it could be small things. It could be big things. It could be doing the dishes. It could be taking out the trash. It could be doing something on a to-do list that they do every Tuesday and you know it, and it's something on their task list and you beat them to it. They'd be like, wow, thank you. Um, and so, yeah, I just don't want to run over the acts of service as we're, as we're closing out here. So, yeah, you know what, um, the acts of service, we should all be able to do, like, I look at just what that looks like as a believer, if we would truly serve others. And as we're meeting people to go, what, what benefits you? Like, how can I serve you rather than thinking of what benefits me and how can you make me look amazing? And how can you, you know, so just even that refresher of, of thinking that way. If we really want to love Jesus well, then we're going to be loving others well so they can see Jesus in us. And that is one way is through the the acts of service. Well, Allie, it has been an honor to have you on the show today. 
and go ahead. We have 15 seconds, I believe. Tell, oh no, we have seven seconds. So go find Allie at AllieGentry.com. Also look up uh, Arise and find the next event. Girlfriends are where we get our best tips for life. Find us on Facebook at Girlfriend It. Hit subscribe to iTunes or toginet.com.